WBNE. Hello from elsewhere. I'm Valerie. And I'm Casey. And this is our episode celebrating... What are we celebrating, Casey? I don't know. (laughs) That was the least celebratory (laughs) sentence I've ever heard in my whole life. We are celebrating our two-year podcasting anniversary. Woohoo! Huzzah! We made it two years. That's the end. That was the goal. Done? (laughs) It's over. I can't believe it's been two years. It both feels shorter and longer. Yeah. Like, we were scrolling back through our entire catalog of episodes. Yeah. And it's like, I don't even remember some of these. (laughs) Some of the early ones. Some of the early ones. I was like, this was so long ago. I have zero recollection of what we talked about. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just been so much fun. It's been two years. That's a long time. Of fun. Yeah. And research. Hopefully we're a little bit better at it than then. I think I so. I haven't listened to those early episodes. Part of me wants to go back and listen to the first one because I was like, I don't remember this episode at all. And then part of me is like, nah, I'll probably be embarrassed <laughs> if I listen to it. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, we'd been podcasting before starting Hello from Elsewhere for a little, so I kind of hope that we were okay at it at the beginning. But True. But also, I was still we learning did have a lot a, of we did have a stuff. Tr- we had a trial podcast. We did have a slightly a bit of a trial podcast that like three people listened to, but... <laughs> I think two of them named Ryan, but um, we've come a long way in two years, covered a lot of topics and had a lot of fun. I have fun with it. Me too. Oh, good. I was worried. I've just been <laughs> begrudgingly doing it for two years now. I'm this not... is your chance to tell me. <laughs> I'm not that much of a martyr. <laughs> so this episode, we are going to be celebrating our two-year Hello from Elsewhere anniversary with a extravaganza of questions from you, our listeners. We asked our patrons on the Discord and we asked on Instagram. And so we've got a wonderful group of... A slew of of questions. Yes. Such good questions. we really only have two from Instagram because it was kind of late that I asked. So most of these are from Discord, but yeah, we can just jump right in. Our first question comes from Mats from Norway. He says, OMG, what question mark question mark question mark two years question mark question mark question mark (laughs) thanks for the a plus question mots from norway um yes we feel the same oh my goodness it has been two years how has it been two years right that's crazy that's a long time as we've said (laughs) i'm really curious like you said how many listeners have we had from the actual beginning oh i haven't looked at the total downloads (laughs) for a long time i'm not sure because we switched podcatchers and so it's not an easy number to to tabulate i have to do a little more math so i see so i haven't looked for a while but back when we used to get like 10 downloads per podcast right and that was that was a good day and that was a good day yeah yeah <laughs> we've come a little ways since then. a little bit not a ton but a little bit yeah. <laughs> our next question comes from hudson and says what made you want to start a podcast this want, is on you no i want to hear your version of the story first oh okay because my version is casey comes up to me and says i think we should do a podcast <laughs> or do you want to do a podcast with me and i was like i don't know how to podcast why would you want a podcast with me yeah and i think you're trying to sell it to me because you're like it could be a star wars harry potter podcast yeah. Because, you know, something you are a big fan of, something I was a big fan of. Right. Combined. With our powers combined. combined. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So. But you also asked me right after we had had our third child. (laughs) And I was like, I got a newborn. When are we supposed to be podcasting? And then you're like, okay. And then we did it. Yep. (laughs) That's basically how it went. (laughs) And the newborn would cry in the middle of an episode and I'd have to go nurse. And then we'd 
come back and try yeah. again. The, our first podcast was pretty tricky um, timing wise for sure. And uh, it definitely was a trial run, trial run. We didn't think of it as the time at the time as that, but um, it, it ended up being kind of a trial run and really good for us because we could hit hello from elsewhere, like ground running. So yes, it was a lot of fun. And we had to set like that early podcast was just Star Wars, Harry Potter. Yeah. Which was so much fun, but we realized like we felt boxed in. Yeah. So then switching to hello from elsewhere was an opportunity to expand and to be able to research and talk about all the things that we love. Yeah, and podcasting in general started um, the idea. I mean, it really goes back to when you and I had our very first date. You and I watched, I'm sure we've told the story, so I won't belabor it, but we watched Lion King and then we talked for hours and hours after it. And the podcast in a lot of ways is just an extension of that first date. And I said that's yeah. a date, first date. <laughs> and uh, It's an extension of our daily you know daily conversations anyways and also we had moved not too long before um not too long before that we had started that first podcast um and where we lived before when we lived in arizona i worked at a lego store and i had a lot of awesome fun super nerdy conversations with all the coworkers there we were always chatting about nerdy stuff um so it was a kind of a combination of me missing that and also just this is kind of the way valerie and i like to talk about movies and stuff anyways is to dive deep into their meaning and uh so yeah, that's kind of where it started. And then, but yeah, like you said, we felt kind of boxed in with, with our first one and we wanted to expand and open ourselves up. And um, a lot of it really came from, you know, cause we started podcasting in 2018. Um, so this was after uh, The Last Jedi had come out and there was just so much like toxic Star Wars fandom and negativity. And I kind of just, a big part of starting it was also wanting to create a positive space safe place for fandom and so that was you know it's kind of those three big things and here we are here we are our schedule will get crazy again with have we announced on the podcast casey we have a new pet lizard <laughs> myron that baby number four is coming we don't have a pet lizard although the name myron we could put that on the baby list <laughs> i'm good with myron <laughs> um yeah we do have a baby number four due in april so i know this time around at least I'm hoping we can record some episodes ahead of time. Yeah. Plus, we also have awesome friends who would help, you know, record with Casey if need be. We'll figure it out. Yes. Um, Mats again from Norway. Thanks, Mats. Here's his real question. He says, I mean, the other one was a real question, but he told us that that wasn't actually his question, but it was too late. I'd already written it down. Um, so this question from Mats says, do you have a favorite episode you've ever done? My favorite is our um, our commentary along with the princess diaries that doesn't count it's not a real episode <laughs> it is the most fun i've ever had doing that was the a podcast. quarantine commentary just for fun thing i loved it so that can much. be your favorite but i want to know like a real no i really love heavy episode that both of the beauty of failure episodes yeah part one part two i love those yeah so part one we combined the last jedi and unicorn store yes and then fantastic pairing part two was Avengers Endgame. Yeah. yeah. I think probably Infinity War too. I think, yeah, maybe, maybe both. I love, this isn't my answer, but I love when we do those fun episodes that are odd pairings, the odd couples, like Last Jedi and Unicorn Store, or right. like we had our kindness episode on Paddington and Knives Out, which is a odd, odd pairing as well. Yeah, I really like those ones. I like that one a lot too. Um, the one that comes to mind, this is a really hard question because actually pretty much all of our episodes I end up really loving, but some more than others. One that 
I thought we got to a place because I'm always hoping for us to get to a like a really good depth in our episodes and some get closer than you know some get closer to the mark that I want to and some don't as much um some get to the neck what <laughs> we watched hunt for the wilder the people neck. last night it's not the neck the neck the knack is that what he's saying yeah, like a knack for something that makes like way more sense <laughs> I was like I well I figured it was like some I don't know. I was like, maybe it's a New Zealand no, thing. the knack. If you have a knack for something. <laughs> have you watched it with the subtitles? Are you sure they're saying knack? It's one of the chapter titles. You know, they have the text mm, on the screen. It chapter does say seven, the knack. Yeah. K N A C K. That makes way more sense. <laughs> I apparently didn't read the chapter title. But yes, when we get to the knack in our episodes, Casey. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that depth. Yeah, and one that I was really happy with afterward was our 500 Days of Summer episode talking about manic pixie dream girl um i don't know that was one i was really like nervous about like are we gonna get to the place that i want to get to and we did and it was also one that because sometimes we'll have a pretty fully formed idea before we start um before we start the research but then others the idea sort of shifts and changes as we're doing the research or we find things that we didn't expect as we're doing the research that was my one, favorite part, yeah. Yeah, and that was one where we were watching the movie and I was like feverishly taking notes because I was just like getting lightning bolts. And uh, so I'm, I'm just really happy with that episode and how it all came together in terms of, yeah, the whole process. You want to talk about behind the scenes process. We watch movies for the podcast and Casey is usually feverishly taking notes. <laughs> and I'm like knitting next to him <laughs> and occasionally I write something down. See, that makes me sound awesome, but the truth is that means you're awesome because I have to feverishly <laughs> write down notes or I will immediately forget it because I have a really bad working memory. Whereas you, you're like, oh, I'm going to just hold it in my brain and you do. I so. just like bullet point a word or two to help me remember what I was thinking about. Yeah. Usually works for Where me. Where I tend to try to write close to what I want to actually say. Not always word for word, but... Um, Closer than you do, for sure. I'm a, I'm a little more off the cuff. Yeah, I can't. They could do probably off the cuff. they could probably tell. They're I'm like, sure geez, they can. geez, Valerie, you're so underprepared. No, here. they're saying, geez, Casey, you sound really canned and uh, forced. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> Ready? We have a long list of questions from Austin. The Sprinkle Wizard. Yep. Yes, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. Ready? Mm-hmm. Our hot dog sandwiches. If you yes. want them to be, is water wet? Yes. yes. Is a pop tart a ravioli? Don't care. No, it needs to be a noodle substance. Does a straw have one hole or two? Both. One. It is a continuous hole. <laughs> is cereal soup? Maybe. Absolutely not. It is hot. A soup needs to be hot. Cereal is hot. No. What? Soup needs to be hot. Are birds real? I wish yes. they weren't. Casey's terrified <laughs> of them. Is ketchup a smoothie? That's gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Austin. <laughs> Those are great questions. I hope we answered some of your lifelong dilemmas there. Our next question comes from Grace. How do guys... Oh, guys. I thought this was like a, you know, dating question. Dating how do you guys questions. know? Which wouldn't make sense for Grace. But Grace asks, how do you guys deal with busyness and handling many responsibilities all at once? Slash, how was it, how was it when Casey was in school? It's kind of like what we talked about when we were first starting yeah. recording. Because the new baby, it was... It's a, And it still is. It's a lot of... Uh, doing things after the kids are asleep or mm-hmm. researching for me, like during nap times, I yeah. do research. Or, or I'll sometimes do it during lunch breaks when I can, or at least check it, you know, edit the outline a little bit on my, on my lunch break. Um, I think it's just treating it like a part-time job. Uh, that makes it just a higher level of commitment that you have to have to it. Um, another way we handle it is by doing our episodes by, you know, bi-weekly. Um, 
just with how busy we are with three and a half kids and uh and when we when i was in school it was just like yeah there's no way we could do weekly episodes especially with how much research our episodes take like the work is very front-loaded on our episodes whereas the recordings like over in a second compared to what comes before and after um yeah what else do we do to handle the busyness i think it helps that it's something that we enjoy doing Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have been doing it for this long if we didn't really love it yeah and it was fun now that you're out of school that we were able to be like hey we could do bonus episodes now yeah and they're less pressure Mm -hmm. they're usually shorter and they're usually i mean we don't usually research for those yeah just more lighthearted topics they're easier um but it is fun to be able to do them weekly and we're very organized like we have a list of ideas i mean we started at the beginning of the year and we made a list of ideas through the end of the year and we still have a ton of ideas on that list like for future ideas right past the new year yeah and we um like we schedule them like okay these are the days that we're going to do them but then we're also flexible like if a new idea comes up and we're more excited about that one kind of follow the passion because it makes it more interesting to do the research and record if that's the one that you're currently very interested in for sure so we don't really push ourselves to do things if we're not in the mood like there have been certain episodes that we've like even started the research and then we just like scrapped it yep like oh that wasn't enjoyable or we don't actually want to do it so we're very organized but we try not to be too rigid um with the scheduling of it yep that's basically it it is a lot easier now that you're not in school you have more time to like edit the podcasts yeah and we do i mean we usually split up the research we'll each do a portion of the research and then editing you do the main episodes i do the bonus beeps now yeah and speaking of bonus beeps if you want to listen to the bonus beeps just head to patreon.com slash hello from elsewhere little plug yeah just join the swashbuckler tier possibly the most popular tier is the swashbuckler tier i think so yeah we have a lot of swashbucklers of elsewhere our pirate ship is full, but there's room for you on the pirate ship. <laughs> there's always room for a cabin boy willing to swab the deck. Well, you're making the Patreon sound really pleasant. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to be one of our swashbucklers, you got to pull your weight. Yeah, you got to start by swabbing the deck. Yes, and then you work your way up like everybody knows on a pirate ship, Casey. Don't let Valerie fool you. There's no weight to pull by joining our Patreon. <laughs> what are you talking about? We force them to ask us er, questions <laughs> yeah. for this episode. <laughs> so hard <laughs> the next question from shira is what has been your favorite fandom book movie that you've done an episode on willow <laughs> we haven't done an actual episode on willow we did a commentary um i mean definitely anytime we get to talk about star wars or lord of the rings because those are like my top two and harry potter's fun too but actually my favorites are the ones where they're things that i love and maybe they're lesser known so i get to share them with people or they're ones that people are like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Or I do love that, but no one talks about it enough. So like um, Galaxy Quest or Kubo. Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, those are the two that jump out. I think some of the Star Wars episodes are my favorites just because I didn't used to be a Star Wars fan. Like I didn't grow up a Star Wars fan. And so I think it's fun for me in recent years to be like, hey, I know what I'm talking about, the Star Wars stuff. <laughs> right. Like our um, the significance of names in Star Wars. That's probably up there of one of my favorites as well. I love I love where we got with that episode for sure. I really love doing the women in Star Wars episode oh. with Becca and Eni. See, that's that's actually my favorite Hello from Elsewhere episode. But I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. And so that's my that's my favorite. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I like when we get to talk about Star Wars too. All right. This question is from Krista. 
Do you think that Hogwarts students gain the, quote, freshman 15 from all of the delicious food? Or does the magic change things? I think that's my favorite question of all time. Because <laughs> this is something I <laughs> have thought about before, too. And it's like... Because they have all that feast, the feast food. Huge feasts. I mean, I, I, I think I always thought of it from the point of view that, like, well, that's so good because, like, poor Harry is practically starved at home. He never gets the same portions that Dudley gets and stuff. And Ron, I know he's well fed at home, but because, you know, Molly Weasley is no schlup in the kitchen. But they're also pretty poor, though. They are. But I think magic helps. I don't, you can't multiply food. That's one of the rules. No, you can't make it appear out of thin air. But if you have one, you can multiply it. So I don't think you'd ever go hungry. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought part of the rule, rule was also you can't multiply food. I don't. Now like, I don't know. Like you can't multiply money. Well, I feel like there's probably... Yeah, what are the rules of transfiguration? Where's Hermione? But it's not transfiguration. It's it's multiplication. <laughs> yes, but you're making it from one to many. Is that not transferring it in some way? You're not transfiguring, <laughs> transfiguring it. it in some way. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, back to the original question. <laughs> I think they just have fast metabolisms because they're kids. Yeah, I don't think it's really catching up with them or too much. Or maybe they have magical metabolisms. I don't know. Maybe there is something that the house elves sprinkle over the food before they send it up. <laughs> I don't want it. It's like the opposite of MSG. Like Instead of sprinkling MSG on there to make you want more, they like sprinkle something on there to GSM. speed up your metabolism. <laughs> Sorry, we don't have any real answers for you, Krista, but I do enjoy your question. Ginny wants to know what inspires your episode topics and how do you go about deciding what sort or what stories you want to cover within that topic? For example, the Frankenstein story episode. How did you choose Jurassic Park, Age of Ultron and The Prestige? This is hard because I think the answer is it depends. Yeah, each episode's a little different. Yeah. So specifically, if you're talking about the Frankenstein stories, that one was funny because we knew we wanted to talk about Jurassic Park and yeah. Prestige. It, it started with Jurassic Park. Yes. And then I was thinking... I was started reading Frankenstein, the book, and I was getting prestige vibes. And then I was thinking, well, I mean, it's totally about obsession, the prestige is. So that felt like a natural connection to draw the two. And then we were kind of like, well, we need a third. And Casey looked over at all of our movies and was like, Age of Ultron. And I was like, oh, yeah, that one's totally a Frankenstein story. Yeah. Ultron is 100% a monster of their own making. So that one, it was just added upon. Like we started with Jurassic Park and then a couple more added. Other times... And a lot of times an episode... Sorry, I cut you off. I was just going to say, other times, like like with Beauty of Failure, um, I think I had just watched The Last Jedi and then Unicorn Store not long after. I just felt structurally they were very similar. And so that one just it just fell in our lap, I felt like. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of times I think it's kind of like that, like it builds on itself. Like we have a, a kind of an idea. And then as we're just going about our daily lives, like something else will come to us or we watch something or read something and we're like, oh, well, this yeah. would go with that idea that we already had. We each have... I mean, we have a main list on our computer, a big old spreadsheet of ideas. But then we also have, like, I keep a list on my phone, like yeah. when an idea comes or when a thought comes for the podcast or something, yeah. and I write those down. And um, so, yeah. And sometimes, sometimes we start with a theme and then sort of fit what we want to talk about within that theme. Mm -hmm. But I feel like more often than not, it's we're watching something and an idea, an idea comes and then either we just run with that with just that you know it's enough to just talk about that one story although that's more rare it's usually that we try to add other movies or books to it um yeah i think most of the time depends. it's just our daily life influences the podcast 
Like yeah. I had just read the Julie Andrews, her second memoir, her autobiography. And so I was like, Casey, I really want to do episodes on Julie Andrews. And so then I had the thought, I was like, well, <laughs> she has two books and they're both really long and we don't really talk about musicals. So then I reached out to Becca and Eni of Sincerely Yes and I was like, well, can we, can I do a part one on your show with <laughs> Julie Andrews, the Broadway years and then a part two on our show with Julie Andrews the Hollywood years yeah because that kind of fits the themes of our of our podcast more um so yeah I think a lot of it is just whatever we want to talk about (laughs) which is the best part of the podcast it's loose enough that we can do it that way Um, exactly all right Taylor asks a few questions but they're all kind of related so how has podcasting changed your everyday conversations with each other as a couple that one I think uh leads into what we were talking about before like how we decide on episodes it's kind of funny because we'll just be watching things and be like oh podcast idea but then i think it's also funny because sometimes we'll be doing all this research and i'll be like Uh dying to share information like casey i found the coolest thing and i just really want to tell you about it right now but also it's kind of more fun to share on air as like a feeling more yeah the energy more real and more authentic and so we try to hold back a little bit like we don't share our research usually which is just so funny because these are the normal tidbits that we would share but now we like save them for the podcast (laughs) but also as as far as podcasting as a couple is it's always been kind of like a set aside date night yeah Uh, a lot of the times uh with the kids and day-to-day life it's when we talk about our our days it's more of a well have you or could you or let's do or it's like planning and minutia and and you don't always take the time to sit down and just have a fun conversation with your partner or spouse and so it's been a blast to have like weekly set aside time to just have a fun conversation with yeah, you for sure um her other question is if you're still doing the pod when the kids are in their teens would you include them in the process we kind of have a little bit here and there already yeah our kids beg all the time to be on the podcast (laughs) the problem is we just recorded a a bonus beeps with our oldest son and it's hard because they're kids and so he forgets that he needs to talk into the microphone and so he like leans back and squeaks his chair and and is making clucking noises with his mouth while somebody else is trying to talk (laughs) and it's like he's just being a kid and he's being a kid but it's just funny because it's like we try to keep a certain level of professionalism on our podcast. And half the episode is just going to be edited out because half of it is us. We're just reminding him to get close to the mic. Close to the mic and say that again. And it's so still going to end up kind of quiet. Actually so. be able to hear you. <laughs> but yeah. as teens, yeah, as they get older, yeah, for sure. I think by the time they're teens, they'll just be like, whatever, mom and dad. They'll have like zero interest to be on our nerdy podcast. podcast. That's such an old person thing to do. <laughs> We're all doing something else these days. What is the... What's going to be the new hot thing in 10 years? I don't know. <laughs> Not even 10. Our oldest is almost eight. True. In like, well, by the time this comes out, it'll be like, you know, soon. A couple days. And uh, so we're really only... A few years like out. Five years out, man, from 13. Taylor's next question was, why are you the two cu- cutest humans in the world? We are pretty hot. Um, I don't we're, know. We're legit snacks. I don't know why, but... As guess, Eleanor says. <laughs> on the good place (laughs) i'm a legit snack uh where can i take a class to get a voice like valerie uh the academy of voice acting of alcatraz that's where i went (laughs) don't go there that's a scam (laughs) uh how has the pod changed the way you consume media that's kind of we kind of similar to our conversations yeah 
it's we do often still just sit down to enjoy a movie yeah that's what she's her, her follow-up was do you feel like um or do you find it hard to just enjoy things now or do you feel like you should be analyzing it i don't think that no we, we watch often. things very differently this is kind of how i always watch things. yes <laughs> the only difference is i have to take notes which kind of annoys me a little bit like it does feel like a little bit more of a job but in terms of the way i'm thinking about it it's not that different you know this is basically how we think about and discuss movies anyway and also we still watch things just to watch like i, I don't oh, always analyze everything yeah. it depends on what the thing is and what my mood is but you know we're still often watching just whatever we feel like and, and i think there's time for that. certain things that we really enjoy but so many other people are already talking about them like for example we just watched the mandalorian yeah we don't usually talk about it bring it up because we did we had a masks episode all about we the did <laughs> we talked about it there but i'm just saying we don't do like week to week or anything yeah so it's just easier to enjoy it because not every single episode is a job yeah and i like if i'm watching something for the first time i'm far less likely to be watching it with a podcast mindset yes generally what we talk about is uh at least the second viewing or second reading of that thing um because i'm not a good judge the first time the first time i'm just watching and i'm just escaping um so, so i like to sit with it before i even would consider including it on the podcast which is why like the mandalorian when we talked about it for masks that was after season one was already finished right exactly our pal mc asked what movie would you want to watch for the first time again mc of that's what i'm talking about yes um what movie you know you want to watch speaking of mc you know you want to watch return of the king again for the first time sure that could be one of them. I, I think <laughs> ones that i had a really exceptional memorable movie theater experience yes um those are the ones so return of the king is something that's very memorable for me go ahead but would you want to like relive that whole movie experience that's what you want to experience again or like just the movie itself like because what if i don't know what if the movie theater experience isn't as good when you you know re-see it there's other movies that just blew me away and i just instantly fell in love or they captured me in a way that mm, a lot of movies well i I'm captured by most movies, but just on another level, um, like maybe they're polarizing, but like Arrival or Gravity, those two come to mind as well. Arrival was a really fun one to see for the first time. Yeah. But also, see, but see, then there's movies like Arrival, I feel like it gets better with rewatching because you like can pick up the True. hints and clues and things, mm-hmm. not to spoil anything. That's a hard question. Um, I think I'd want to re-experience watching for the first time All About Steve. <laughs> I'm not even... I almost did a spit take. <laughs> I'm not even joking here, though. I had never laughed so hard in a movie theater as I did at All About Steve. So hard. Tears streaming down my face. And like you were saying, that's probably part of it was the experience. Like it was me and my college roommates. And, you know, you kind of had to be in like a goofy move- mood to watch this really ridiculous movie. I just still think that movie's so underrated. And we still haven't talked about it fully on the podcast, Casey. I'm just saying. What themes? What are the themes of All About Steve? It should have been put in with our found family episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love found family in Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and All, and about, all about Steve. Steve. <laughs> yeah, just tack it on there. <laughs> it really is. It's all about accepting your weirdness and finding the people who love you for it. If that's not what our Discord is all about as a community then I don't know what it is. And more people should watch All About Steve. (laughs) Okay, next question, Casey John. This comes from my brother, Ryan. Is there a movie or show or band, etc., 
that you've lied that you have lied about liking i was trying to remember if we i don't think there is like when we were first dating i was like oh yeah i totally love this no book or movie i feel like i i was honest i was like i've never seen star wars <laughs> yeah i appreciate the honesty <laughs> I no, you know what? I probably. I'm pretty sure I made you watch all about Steve. Did you lie say, to me about it? <laughs> I was gonna say I probably didn't say that I didn't like it, but I, I don't know. I don't know that I. I don't think thought you were like too close, too much. I don't. I don't remember you being like overly enthusiastic either. That was the first what movie we held hands while watching. So I probably right? wasn't really thinking much about the movie. Just That's thinking about how I got to, to hold your hands. So. We need to rewatch it because your mind wasn't in the right place. <laughs> No, you were too focused on me and not the movie, Casey. How dare you? I think it's one of those All about Steve that... needs to be watched with your full concentration. I don't normally care that much what critics think, but that movie was like... Oh, it was blasted. Horribly panned, and, yeah. and so I think that was always in my head. So I don't know if I even can give it fair <laughs> shrift. It's hard to find anywhere, Casey. That's what I want for Christmas, is a copy of All About Steve, please. This is going to be a hard Christmas for us all. <laughs> Pray for us, please. I'm going to make you watch it on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day? Well, that night after the kids go to bed. Yeah. That's all I want for Christmas is all about Steve and for you to watch it with me on Christmas okay. Eve. Christmas Day night. I'll do that for you. <laughs> Such uh, a sacrifice. Similar question from Shira. Oh, it's your turn to read it. Yes, Shira asks, what movie, show, or book is your guilty pleasure? I am loud and proud about All About Steve. It's not a guilty pleasure. Yeah, speaking of loud and proud, I used to say Gilmore Girls was my guilty pleasure, but it's not. Like, I'm not guilty about it. I just love it. I don't think there's any reason for me to be guilty about loving Gilmore Girls. Um, Maybe that comes with age and maturity and confidence and maybe. caring a little less about what other people think. Yeah. Because I think for a long time I was like, a little embarrassed that it's like i love regency romance books because it's like well you know they're not like academic literature they're not exactly highbrow but i love them so much i say there's a time and place for all types of i things. agree you know, i think that's what i think you can have meat and potatoes or dessert and i say that what you say is what i say uh my guilty pleasure are like cheesy christmas hallmark type movies see and i love that you love those with me and I feel vindicated because I know that um, Ryan Johnson and um, um, his his wife. Uh, Don't look at me. Are they? I know she's you, a podcaster. Uh, you always say that you and Ryan Johnson would be good pals. Yeah, but he loves. Would she and I get along? Would we get? We would we be good couple like, friends? Yeah, we could all watch Hallmark movies together. Perfect. They, they watch them together. Love it. Catherine Langford. Longford. Dang it. I think that's funny. I'm so mad at myself. Because normally you don't picture like a critically acclaimed director being like, yes, I love this Hallmark, Hallmark movie. That's why I love it. That's it's why I love it. It's so him. great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I think the older we get, the less that we feel like there's a, a level that has to be met to make something of worth. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. I think that's where our podcast started from too. Like you were talking about with the Star Wars and all the hate for The Last Jedi. It's like, hey, if you love it, you love it. Karina Longworth. I knew it was a K and an L. Catherine Langford's an actress who's actually in Knives Out, but I was gonna say it's not like younger. an actress's name. <laughs> yeah, um, that's Ryan Johnson's wife. Yeah. Well, there you go. Another one from Austin. If you could recast an actor or actress in a movie or TV show, who would you recast? I feel like I'm bad at this. I think generally, once an actor or actress, like once they are in that role, that's just who it is to me. Me too. I can't think of one. 
right now. Is that a bet? I mean, there's probably been ones where I'm like, oh, I don't know why they cast her or him. Yeah. But then by the time I finish the movie, it's just that's, I was thinking of one the other day is. that I was like, oh, dang it. I can't remember. Sorry, Austin. It'll come to me and I'll just personally send you a How message. How about instead, I'll ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If uh, for a future film... Like if there's a book or something, who would you cast as somebody? Like, do you have like a what? <laughs> this is a poorly worded question. Um, like, do you have okay? For example, like in my mind, I really want them to make a Squirrel Girl movie, and I really want it to be um, the girl who plays Barb, right, from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. So, like that. Do you have like a a dream cast? A dream cast? No. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well. Sounds so. Um, <laughs> unopinionated about this topic when i sometimes have opinions about casting but i can't think of any right now i know i didn't like scarlett johansson as black widow in um when she was in the iron man movies yeah but then like as the series went on and she actually has more of a role it's like okay i really like scarlett johansson as black widow but i know at first i was like eh, just because i think the couple of movies i had seen before of her in it i was like i don't really like her, I, I think it was I didn't like her characters, and therefore I was thinking I didn't like Scarlett Johansson. Maybe you didn't. Which, I know, maybe I didn't. But I do like her as Black Widow now, so I wouldn't recast that. So yeah, sorry, we're no good at that question, Austin. We apologize. Taylor wants to know, if Casey could marry a fictional character, why is it Chidi? Bad idea. Bad <laughs> idea. I mean, I love Chidi. Everyone knows I love Chidi so much, but it's because I feel so similar to him. So that I think that would be explosive. He's like or a explosive, probably. Yeah, he's like your your bosom buddy, bosom friend, as Anne of Green Gables would say. Yes, Chidi is my bosom friend. Yes, <laughs> yes. you guys relate to each other because <laughs> he's surprisingly jacked. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, but you guys are so similar that that's why you appreciate him and and the humor that comes with his character. But if he asked, I'd say yes. So <laughs> you're gonna be like, "Excuse me, am I taken?" <laughs> this is fictional. Fictional. Okay, he's fictional. Good luck with this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As I said on Discord, I think you guys would be cute with you know your synchronized stomach aches. You would just be so in tune. <laughs> <laughs> True. Our stomachs would synchronize. Yes. <laughs> Our stomach aches. Uh, Sarah asked, uh, she asked three questions. I'm going to ask them separately. What has been the most rewarding thing to come out of creating a podcast? The patrons, the discord. Definitely the patrons and the discord. Yeah. That's so much fun. We've made so many new friends. I mean, I do definitely love that. Like you mentioned, it's like a date for you and me. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, I think... Just the community. It's easily all of you, our listeners. It really is the community, though. Like when we have our um, monthly Zoom hangouts with our patrons. Another perk of patrons. It is the best time. I love it so much and it makes me so happy. Yes. I th- because we love our patrons so much. That's also why we just started our... I feel like we wanted to like give back to the patrons in some way because yeah. we just love them so it much. it gives us so much value just to know yes, them. <laughs> exactly. And so that was why we are starting our monthly giveaways to our patrons. Yeah, all patrons. All patrons. Mm-hmm. Go pay $3 a month. You can talk to us on Discord and get entered into a monthly yep. giveaway. Yep, exactly. Again, patreon.com slash hello from elsewhere. This has been a long commercial. Um, uh, her second question, Sarah's second question, how did you decide the name Hello from Elsewhere? That was uh, a me name. 
And again, it was a, a situation of trying to come up with a name for our new podcast, but I wanted it to be something that you liked too. So it was a little bit of appeasement for you. And mm-hmm. I knew you always liked that word elsewhere. And I've I liked always, it as a, go ahead. I just have always loved the word elsewhere. And I liked it as a, um, an analog or a, a symbol of, of escape and of fictional places, but could be a wide umbrella term. So that's where that comes from. Worked out well. Yeah. Casey's smart. He knows when he's trying to appeal to me. <laughs> he, he knows how to play me well. It can be a Star Wars Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll rename it Hello from Elsewhere. No, I like the name. I just <laughs> If it's our podcast, I want it to be something that we both like. Oh, I agree. I just, you just, you know me well. You can sell to me well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Sarah also says, to to piggyback off MC's question, what book would you want to read for the first time again? That's a hard one. Probably The Last Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows, or Return of the King again. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's it. My answer is Return (laughs) of the King book and Return of the King movie. How basic Deathly Hallows is a good one because it felt mind boggling to like watch all the pieces come together we just talked about this on our bonus beeps yeah um but that would be a really fun one i don't really remember like i know i don't i know i read it when it first came out because we got it like opening day or whatever but i don't remember the actual experience i'm much more likely to remember the movie experience than the reading experience Mm, interesting like of myself in the seat reading the book where i'm reading it not so much and maybe Uh, it's because you read it in pieces yeah you read it in pieces over whereas movie it's all at once Yes, I think I'd like to reread for the first time. Oh, I don't, uh, the Squirrel Girl books, Casey. I just think they're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't read the uh, what do you call them? Middle grade Squirrel Girl novels by Shannon Hale, they're fantastic. Go experience those for the first time. Are they doing a third? She needs to do a third. I don't know. I'll look that up. Okay, Paul, you look that up. Tyler Carlin. <laughs> Of bacon and eggs. I wasn't really going to look it up. Oh. Just, you know, eventually, sometime. Okay. Did you want me to read this question or do you want to? Go for it. Read it. Tyler Carlin of Bacon and Eggs, he, he asks, Did you know that when Aragorn kicks the helmet in two towers, he actually broke his toe? And that scream, it's not acting. That's Vigo, Vigo's real reaction. But the take was so good they used it anyway. The answer is yes. I did know that. I also knew that. <laughs> the real question is, Tyler, did you know that Ginger Rogers once did a take of a dance 54 times? She bled through her shoes and they found it on the floor. The blood or her, her the, feet? They found the toes? blood. Like what? the person cleaning the set after there was like blood oh, no. on the floor. So Vigo broke a toe, but Ginger Rogers is the real hero. <laughs> That's what I want a casting of <laughs> Vigo Mortensen and Ginger Rogers in some anything. I anything. feel like... He would, he's such a method actor. He would go out, he'd be a great dancer. He'd get all the lessons, just like the sword play. He'd be like, he would, he would do it justice. Yeah. If he was playing an autobiography of Fred Astaire, they look nothing alike, but you know. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> this, there's your dream cast <laughs> Vigo Mortensen as Fred Astaire. And somehow Ginger Rogers and is, she's just, is a time yes. traveler. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Our next question comes from Allie. What episodes are you most proud of? Um, definitely our representation, representation. episode. I love that one too. I'm most proud of it for content because it's a very important topic. I'm most proud of it because I put more work into that episode than any other episode by far, just in terms of work beforehand and work after and research and editing. And that, that episode was a beast, but I'm very, very proud of it. I'm proud of you for that episode. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I worked for it too, but you worked harder for it. 
Allie also asks, do you Wait, wish... what episodes are you most oh, proud of? Um, uh, Princess Diaries. <laughs> I am very proud of my immense knowledge of Princess Diaries trivia. I'm also very proud of the women in Star Wars episode. But again, I wasn't on that episode. <laughs> I'm just very proud that it exists and that my friends and wife did such a great job on that episode and it's so there re- are listenable so many more women in star wars that i want to talk about so at some point we have to do part a, two part two so ali also asks do you wish you could record some again no usually if we feel that way we just do it we've had yeah. that one only once or twice we've started episodes before what was the one yeah where we like scrapped it, was it. names and we were doing a names episode the significance of names and it felt it was, too broad. It was too big. It was going to yes. be Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, and it felt like just too heavy. And then we so ended up splitting it. We decided to scrap it. We were halfway through recording. We scrapped it. Or maybe we were all the way through. No, I think we were just a certain way in. 20, 30 minutes, and we were like, this doesn't feel... This isn't working. Yeah. And so we revisited it. Yeah. So yeah. then we ended up doing a Names in Star Wars and a Names in Harry Potter. And Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yes. Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings were yeah. together. I feel like we did that early on, maybe once too, but I don't remember what for. Maybe. So yeah, if we didn't like something, we would re-record it. And like I said, I haven't listened to any of the early episodes in a long time. Because then we'd want to re-record. And <laughs> we'd probably want to just delete the... <laughs> Allie also asks, if you could have any guest on the pod, who would it be, Casey? Johnson. Well, Casey's yeah, going to say Johnson. Ryan Johnson. I, mean, yeah. I was thinking more like realistically... No, no. Any guest. Any guest. Any guest. Okay. Then Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Put it out there into the universe. I mean, I'd like to have Emma Thompson on. There you go. She and I could chat about... I want to hear about like her behind the scenes work. Like mm-hmm. more about when she's a screenwriter, when she's a director, when she's, you know. Yeah. I think that'd be really interesting. Ooh, Ben Burt. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Talk to Ben Burt about sound. John Williams. John Williams. Yep. He'd have to wear a tuxedo. That's requirement key. as we like zoom with him yep. to do the, <laughs> to do the recording yeah that's the fun thing with technology it's not even like you have to be in the same space anymore with these people to get them on the podcast you just have to have an in and we have zero ins with anybody of famous level and ali has one last question related it says if you could guest on any podcast what would it be do you do you have an answer i know yours what you'd be on sky talkers sky talkers i'm not worthy for that um, they're on a different level. Uh, <laughs> Don't sell yourself short, Casey. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's podcast. Ooh, that'd be a fun one. Yeah, um, either of those two, yeah. I want to be on the Good Place podcast, even though I have zero role, because they do all the behind-the-scenes stuff, and right. so like me sitting there makes no Just pretend no you were like sense. the key grip on yeah. set. <laughs> <laughs> you had the gaffer tape. Yeah, Mark Evan Jackson would be like, and Valerie, why are you here today? I put some tape on the floor. Yep. <laughs> That was my key behind the scenes role, and now I get to be on the podcast. Really, I just wanted to talk to you guys. <laughs> Eni of Sincerely Us, a great, wonderful podcast. Go listen. She says, Can you adopt me? Once you've adopted me, who is your favorite child, and why is it me? Eni, yes, we can adopt you. We will adopt anyone who asks, but Valerie has some stipulations about um, adults <laughs> being adopted into our home. What are your stipulations? Yeah, they have to be willing to cook, clean, do yard work and uh watch the younger children yep basically i want free babysitting (laughs) but you get to be our child (laughs) so basically i'm asking you to be like a servant but we'll call you adopted probably not the best idea how about you guys all be our pals 
We like having lots of pals. On Instagram. Oh, it's your turn. Also, Eni asked if she could be the favorite. I'm sorry, but the toddler's the favorite. Uh, I can't even keep, you know, I don't even hold a candle in Casey's affections oh, to the toddler. The toddler's my favorite. That's yes. what you're saying. Yes, that's I what I'm saying. I don't have favorite children. <laughs> sure. <laughs> No, it's funny because your children just go through different stages where it's like right now this age is just a really good age. We've always loved our kids when they're like two and a half. Yeah, that's like my favorite age. But I also just love them at their their ages now for different mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah, you know? each one's great. Um, Dragonlance447 from Instagram asked, who is your favorite fictional protagonist and favorite villain, Casey? Does GD count as a protagonist or does it have to be like the main character? That's funny because I was going to say Eleanor. Because I was going to say favorite. Eleanor. If it can't be Chidi, I would say Eleanor. I would say any of the four are the protagonists. Like, they give us just as much background on any of those as they do Eleanor. Okay, then I'm going to say Chidi and Agonye. That's funny. We're both going good place. Yeah, mm. and I went with Eleanor. Eleanor Shellstrop. She's so good as, a like, so much growth and... Yes. Yeah. She's a fantastic protagonist. My favorite of all time. And your favorite villain, Casey? Terry from Karate Kid 3. He's the greatest <laughs> villain. Of all time. That's he really a, is. That's a movie we just watched to watch. Just to watch. The other But now I want to talk about, I just want to do ago. a Terry episode. Just an episode about Terry from Karate Kid 3. But he's, people need to watch it to be able to understand. You, yeah, I can't do it justice. He's like this super rich karate master, but he's like maniacal and... Manipulative. And manipulative and um, just... He and just menacing. He's all the M's. Really eats up the scenery, chews up the scenery, as they say. And he's just, man, the and camera yet, loves him. And, and yet we've so never good. seen that actor in anything since. He doesn't... No, he doesn't need to be. Like, that's his iconic role. He probably that's made it. billions and retired and he's good. <laughs> I don't think anyone made and billions every off list, of Karate Kid 3. Every list of the greatest villains of all time. Terry's up there, you know, with the Joker and Darth Vader and, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of them. He, uh, he's not really, but he should be. Terry, that's my answer. Sure, sure, sure. My favorite villain. I don't know if I have a favorite favorite. Two came to mind. I really like Krennic. From Rogue One. From Rogue One. And that might be more because, like, I read, uh, oh, I don't even remember the name of the book. I read a book. <laughs> a Rogue One, like, prequel book star wars catalyst book. is that what it's called yes thank you mm-hmm. you didn't read it but you know the title, <laughs> I know the title. um but yeah and it talks about like how krennic and and galen urso like how they started working it together and so getting that like behind the scenes of him just being ever so manipulative and like pushing galen in like certain ways but not past his limits and having to really work around uh lyra urso because lyra was Kind of more of the uh, the moral compass for Galen. Anyways, so that was I really enjoyed that book for giving me more insight on Krennic. So I really like Krennic. So my answer, I, I said Terry, but my real answer is probably Hal Nine Thousand from Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey. I'm sorry, Casey, that can't be your answer. I do really love Terry though. So if I can't, if that can't <laughs> be my answer, Hal, then I'm gonna pick Terry from Karate Kid Three. No, Hal is fantastic because he is so creepy. I love like how, the idea yeah. of a robot just controlling everything and just, yeah, it's, I mean, that's where they got the idea for Smart House, obviously. Obviously. The the DCOM, Disney Channel original movie, Smart House. Our last question comes from Camille. How do you stay so humble through all your success? How do you do it? Children, well? uh, they don't give a care about 
your podcasting. That's not true. They listen to it all the time. <laughs> they listen to certain episodes. <laughs> but they don't think of us as... It's funny because they can listen to us on the same Spotify as all their other podcasts that they love. But they yeah. They probably think all parents have a podcast. Probably. Which a lot of parents do, but... Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, also, very few people in our day-to-day lives know that we have podcasts. Oh, yeah. Family doesn't care. Yeah. Family doesn't care friends and like neighbors like they don't even know only a few friends know or care yeah, yeah. <laughs> um my secret to the that's humility. why camille asked because camille and i have been pals since ninth grade right and she's a stalwart listener thanks camille my answer is i'm not humble i'm never humble that's how i handle it you're like the hulk yeah exactly except i'm always prideful always prideful <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret. I'm always prideful. Yeah. My ego is huge. <laughs> Why do you think my voice is at the beginning of every WBNE episode of everything? It's just so funny to me because I also see the very, uh, you know, worried Casey side. So yeah, yeah, the cheaty, <laughs> the cheaty like side. That's yeah. that's my true side. But yeah, the truth is we just don't have all that much success. So you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's it's nothing real to, easy. There's nothing to stay humble from. <laughs> We're just talking about movies and books. Mostly, we're just here for a lot of fun. And here's to two more years of a lot of fun and exploring pop culture together. And hopefully two more after that. Whoa, I don't know. I'll be dead by then. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I'm an old man. Don't you know? Uh, you're a little old. You got a few grays coming out in the beard there. Mm-hmm. But I have more gray hairs than you. so. I'm like Aragorn. I'm deceptively old like you don't realize how old i am you're you're a ranger from the north yeah i'm one of the dunadine Mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. true (laughs) she watched karate kid three kenny lenny what was his name terry (laughs) Terry. come on (laughs) he's only my favorite villain just i I spoke about him not three minutes ago terry and lenny are similar to terry come on i don't even think those were the names you said before I think you've well, said like six names by now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Bruce and Chuck are also the villains in that movie, Bruce so it's fine. And Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck and Cindy. Yes. Chuck and Cindy. <laughs> well, Valerie. Thanks for being here for two years, Casey. Me? Oh. And all of our audience. And all of our audience. Both. We love you all. Yeah, thanks for listening so much. It means so, so, so much to us that you listen. And um, we hope you continue to listen and enjoy and provide feedback and ask us questions. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but Hello From Elsewhere is a proud member of WBNE. Visit WBNE.org where you can find more amazing podcasts like this one. Hello, my name is Mary Clay. If that's too complicated for you, just call me MC. And on That's What I'm Talking About, I'm experiencing Lord of the Rings for the first time. I've finished reading the books and now I'm on to the movies. Listen each week as I become more obsessed with Viggo Mortensen. That will bring us to this week's segment of, is Viggo Mortensen actually a ranger? Viggo Mortensen kept his sword with him at all times offset so that he could remain in character. He was questioned by the police several times, apparently, after reviewing his training session with the sword and being spotted by members of the public. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, and that concludes this week's segment of Is Viggo Mortensen Actually a Ranger? <laughs> Strider! I fell in love with Viggo Mortensen the way you fall asleep, slowly and then all at once. That's what I'm talking about every Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. Well, Valerie, see you later. Like next week when we record again? Yeah. That's the next time I'll see you. Yep, when we talk about Karate Kid 3 and, and Ginger Rogers.
Exactly. <laughs> now there's a matchup in heaven. Yep, odd couple. That's the next one. <laughs> On that note, happy beeps. Happy beeps.